KTS Petersburg. Welcome to the following presentation from Richmond Sports Properties. And thanks for listening to Spider Athletics on 99.5 FM and 950 AM ESPN. Your exclusive radio home for Richmond Spiders football. It's time for Behind the Web, presented by Davenport and Company, featuring Richmond football coach Russ Huseman and friends, plus your texts, emails, and tweets. Today's show is brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings, Lux Chevrolet, Marriott, Owen and Owens, Morrissey's Catering, Virginia Birth Father Registry, and by the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies. Join in online anytime and be a part of the show with your questions and comments. Text 804-638-9508. Email spidertalk at richmond.edu or on Twitter using at spidervoice, at Richmond Athletics, or at ESPN Richmond. Now here's the voice of the Spiders, Bob Black, with Coach Huseman. This is Behind the Web, presented by Davenport and Company on ESPN Richmond and the Spiders Sports Network. From Learfield IMG College. Jazz promotions toward the set. Here's the swing out of the backfield. The Knights wide open at the five. Walks into the end zone. And the first touchdown of this 2021 spring season is on the board. Mancuso to Dykes. And Richmond will take a 6-0 advantage with the extra point to come. Mathis out of the pistol takes the snap under pressure from Reynolds. He steps up. He's grabbed by Reynolds, and he's thrown down with some assistance from Brooks and Turner. Reynolds got the sack, and they drop Mathis back at the 47-yard line of Richmond. The offense did its part. The defense did its part. And the end result, a 21-14 Richmond football victory over William & Mary Saturday at Robin Stadium to kick off the spring 2021 football season. As unusual and unique as that sounds, it is underway. And a great way to get it started for the Spiders with a victory over their longtime rivals, the Tribe. Welcome to the spring season premiere of Behind the Web, presented by Davenport and Company. Bob Black with you here. Our football public relations director, Matt McAllister, is there to co-host the program with us today. Russ Huseman is on board, the Spiders head football coach, to talk Spider football. We'll have a couple of special player guests coming up for you in the middle segment, running back Aaron Dykes will join us and defensive back special team standout Geo Sigler will join us as well and as you heard a moment ago we certainly urge and invite you to interact with us on the program today with your questions and comments via email and text. Russ good afternoon great to have you back for another season of Behind the Web and on the heels of a season opening victory. How's it feeling for you guys right now coming off of the win and now prepping for week two against Elon? Thanks, Bob. Great to be back. Uh, we, uh, you know, it's a big win for us. We, we're excited about it. Um, anytime, whether we're scrimmaging William and Mary playing a game, uh, it, it's always nice to get a win um, against your uh, your biggest rival. And and uh, you know, they played William and Mary played extremely hard. And our guys played extremely hard. Um, as soon as you kind of got into the game, it felt normal. It felt like a fall football game. Uh, the week preparation felt like it. Obviously, this week with Elon, it does feel like game week preparation. So, uh, you know, I, I think we got a, a, a good feel that, you know, football is being played and is going to be played, and uh, we're excited to do it. Tristan Wheeler yesterday, the Spiders' outstanding linebacker who had seven tackles to lead the way for Richmond in that game, was talking with the media, Russ, and he was asked that kind of question, obvious question about what it felt like, and he said it really felt weird at the start and rusty at the start, and then as the game went on, it got better and better. Did you sense that and see that from from your guys Saturday? Well, yeah, I mean, I knew I knew we would be a little rusty, uh, especially the first game. When you, you play the first game of the year in, in, uh, after camp and you've, you've played, you know, the last game in November, you're still nervous about the first one. And uh, so I knew there would be some rust. There was some rust not only with our, our players but also our coaches, you know, sideline procedures, substitutions, uh, those types of things, uh, we had to get back in the swing, you know, what we were seeing and looking at. So it was, 
it was a learning experience, I think, for everybody across the board. Coach, in that game, the the defense obviously played really well. Um, you know, I think that the tone was set early on that in that first quarter when you know William and Mary went for it on that fourth and seven play, and, and Tristan Wheeler came up with that big tackle uh, the, for the turnover in Dallas. Just how do you think your defense played a, as a whole in that game? And, and obviously, uh, you know, those linebacking duo Tristan Wheeler and Tyler Dressler led you in tackles once again. Well, I, I think the defense played well. Uh, we ran, we played hard, we played fast, made some mistakes. There were some angles, issues, you know, as we we're trying to get people on the ground, um, you know, and, and those are things that got to get buttoned up. But for the most part, we competed, we played fast. And if you can, if you compete, you play fast, limit the number of mistakes, you, you got a chance to, you know, to get, you know, to get people um, either off schedule or, you know, win third downs. And, um, you know, I, I felt the defense, you know, played well, uh, real well in the first half, second half. Uh, okay. I mean, they, they, they did enough. They got stops when we needed to. And then obviously those two guys, Dressler and, uh, and Wheeler, are both excellent football players. They're going to continue to make plays uh, for us. And, and you know, there, there's a lot on their plate, um, but, uh, you know, they know the defense. They know what they're doing, and uh, so feel really good about those guys. Coach, you talk about playing fast, and I think you've said this a couple times, but that, you know, your secondary, while it's young, it brings a lot of speed and athleticism. Uh, is that the biggest advantage that those that group brings, is just their speed and able to fly around to the ball? Yeah, I mean, we're actually, you know, this this group that we have back there is is more athletic than what we were last year. Now, you know, you had some experience, obviously, with, uh, you know, Trent Williams and Daniel Jones uh, back there. Uh, but, you know, I, I do think we got some really fine athletes that can run back there. The guy that, in my mind, was was really good was Tyreek Funderburk. Um he looked like he belonged out there. He looked like he could be a big-time player for us. Um, he's athletic. He can run. So, you know, we're young. We're going to make mistakes. You know, we played two true freshmen, Mir Hall and uh, Malik Mustafa. And, you know, they, they, they did a nice job uh, in, in the sky's the limit for them. But, you know, they, we, we got to make sure that we limit any, any mistakes that they make out there. Uh, but – it's a good group. It's a group that can run, uh, and we feel good about. Hey, Russ, how'd you feel about the depth that you put on the field Saturday? You had made the preseason comment that you were going to play more guys, but they had to be guys who were ready to help you win a football game. How did you feel on both sides of the ball about the depth that you played Saturday? Well, we have 64 available players right now, uh, which isn't a lot. And 51 of those played in the game. So we played quite a few. 39 uh, played in scrimmage situations, either offensively or defensively. Some may as, maybe not as much as we would have wanted, um, but we played a lot of people. Uh, 11 true freshmen played. Seven of them played actually, you know, in, in, in normal scrimmage not not spe not just special teams but in normal offensive defensive situations so um you know we we, we got some older guys. The, the good thing about this team you know we've got some older guys that, that have been around and done it with the mancusos and and dressler and 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 coleman's sumpner reynolds you know those guys <clears throat> and then we also got a great group of freshmen and redshirt freshmen that we feel really good about too so we got a nice mix um but 64 is not a not a lot <laughs> you know we, we got to make sure we stay healthy um uh, as much as possible and um you know in in but it's at 64 that's enough i mean that's we'll travel with probably 61 or 60 uh this week and uh that's normally what you, tra you, you travel with on road games anyway well, I got a text question for you along those lines of injury and depth, Russ. Six three eight nine five zero eight eight zero four six three eight 
9508 to text behind the web at richmond.edu if you'd like to email and interact with your questions and comments from the text line russ how long is mylon howard out we know there was some depth at that running back position and his injury obviously impacts that and what did ryan cole do to his leg and how long is he out for uh both those guys are out for the spring uh the remainder of the spring uh yeah ryan cole be back probably early summer um and ready to go um the way it looks and then um mylon i'm not sure when he'll be back um maybe at some point in the fall i don't know maybe not but uh um you know both those guys are excellent players and you know young guys and we hate to lose them but they've got plenty of years left to play and obviously ryan will be back we know for sure he'll be back early summer well, how do you feel about the depth that those two positions, specifically the offensive line and the running game, which seem to be a strength of your offense on Saturday? Well, right now we got nine healthy offensive linemen, uh, which isn't a lot. And you know we'll play. We you know we we've, we've played uh, eight of them uh, last week. Uh, we got to we got to stay healthy there. There's no question about that. Uh, and running back, we feel good. You know, we we got Dykes and, and Savon Smith and then uh, Dante Black. So if you got three, you got plenty. Uh, we did, Again, we got to stay healthy there, too. Um, so, you know, we're, we're thin at some spots. Um, we got some depth at other spots. But, I mean, you know, we do. We got it. We got to stay. We got to stay healthy. Coach, how important was it in that game, uh, you know, especially late in the game, to be able to run the ball? I mean, you finished with 169 yards rushing, and I think you had three players over 50 yards apiece. How important was it, you know, down the stretch there to be able to run the ball and and keep the ball at the end? Well, it was huge. Um, you know, part of the running game, I thought Joe Mancuso ran the ball really well and effectively got us some really, you know, he had some nice runs in there. Uh did a did a great job in the running game uh so you know when you got a quarterback that can you know that that's a threat to run the football you know it'll open up some things for those those backs there uh so um you know that's what we got to be um but uh, william mary made it hard i mean they, they play the run really well uh we had to fight for every inch we got against them uh, they were really they were stout. They're well coached on the defensive side of the ball, and uh, there were no wide open layups either in the passing game or wide open running lanes in the run game. We earned everything we got. Let's uh, take our first time out, and then we will talk a couple of areas of football that are a couple of Coach Usman's favorites, defense, and special teams. And we'll bring on redshirt freshman Geo Siegler, who had a terrific game Saturday. Spider defensive back and special teams standout will join us to start our next segment of Behind the Web, which is brought to you by Davenport and Company, LLC, building wealth and earning trust for more than 155 years. First time out on Behind the Web, and then we're back to talk with Geo Sigler. Spider defensive back and special team standout. He's waiting, and he's next on Behind the Web. Do you suspect that a woman could be pregnant with your child right now? If you aren't married to the child's mother, your rights as a father could be at risk. By registering with the Virginia Birth Father Registry before or within 10 days of your child's birth, you can help prevent your future child from being adopted without your knowledge. Or you can explore options to co-parent or assume sole custody. For more information, visit VABirthFatherRegistry.com. That's VABirthFatherRegistry.com. At the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, our students are driven by change. They arrive with a variety of professional and educational experiences, the determination to do more, and an unbelievable ambition to succeed. Through undergraduate and graduate degree programs, professional certificates, boot camps, and professional training and development programs, our students gain the tools and knowledge to better themselves and the organizations they serve. Learn more about how we help adult students drive change at spcs.richmond.edu. 
Since Davenport & Company opened its first office in 1863, the stock market, despite its ups and downs, has kept moving forward. And so has Davenport, an independent employee-owned firm. Davenport shares a long history with its clients, built on individual relationships. If you're looking for an investment firm with integrity and the freedom to focus on you, call Davenport at 804-780-2000 or visit our website at investdavenport.com. Davenport & Company, LLC. Member NYSE FINRA SIPC. All investing carries risk. Buy your next truck from Luck. Luck Chevrolet in Ashland has the redesigned 2021 Tahoe and Suburban ready for you to order and drive away. For a smaller SUV, they also have the all-new Trail Blazer and the new Blazer available in all-wheel or front-wheel drive. Let Luck put their 100 years of experience to work for you. Visit them on Route 1 in Ashland, online at LuckChevrolet.com or call 798-9261. Luck Chevrolet, since 1916. Guys, let me tell you about testosterone replacement therapy. I've been getting T-shots at the Men's Wellness Centers, and it's changed my life for the better. If you've noticed a lack of energy, you're not feeling sharp mentally, or you're experiencing less desire in the bedroom, head to the Men's Wellness Centers. We take every precaution to protect our patients against exposure to COVID-19, and we remain open with locations in Newport News, Virginia Beach, or Richmond. Check them out at menswellnesscenters.com or call them at 804-413-9013. Hey, Richmond, this is Mike Greenberg, and we're your home for championship radio with Central Virginia's most play-by-play year-round, 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. But timeout's over. Now more Behind the Web, presented by Davenport & Company on 99.5 and 102.7 FM and 9.50 AM ESPN. From Learfield IMG College, this is the Spider Sports Network. End over end kick. Lowry will field at the 25. He's going to look to turn the corner. He's going to go backwards. A nice job by the Spider special teams to bring Lowry down after a loss back inside the 25-yard line. Yeah, Geo's Higler flying down, making a great play. Seemed like every time Spider Special Teams was on the field Saturday, Geo Sigler's name was being called. That from Saturday's victory over William and Mary. You can hear this Saturday's game from Elon, 1 o'clock kickoff. Chris Anderson and I will have the call beginning at 12.30 here on ESPN Richmond Saturday afternoon. Matt? We'd like to welcome in retro freshman defensive back Geo Sigler to the show. Gio, what was it like playing after so many days off? You finally got to play. Uh, what was what was what was your feeling like when you finally got on the field? It was definitely one of the longest off seasons of my life. But um, through all the ups and downs, being in that tunnel, all my best friends, just going out there playing football finally, one of the best feelings I've had in a long time. And obviously, we heard those special teams play. Just what's your mentality on special teams? Obviously, you're running down. Uh, the field and making those big hits. What's kind of your your thought process as you're coming down the field there? Yeah, coach. He emphasizes how important special teams is for our team, and like he simples it and makes it just we have one job just to get down there and make a play for the team and help out the team. Well, let me turn the tables then, Gio, and ask your coach to talk about that. Russ, what makes for such a good special teams player generally and specifically in Gio's case? Well, I, I, Geo, man, Geo's a tough, tough dude. He's athletic, but he's tough. Uh, he's he's the, he, the first kickoff, he set the tone of the game. That, that was his hit on that first kickoff um, and got everybody fired up there, got me fired up. But in 2019, Geo's got a knack to make plays. And some people have that knack. Some people don't have that knack. Um, he's got an axe somehow, some way he puts himself in a position to make plays, whether it's special teams or on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm, we don't want to sit here and say, well, Gio's a special teams guy um, because Gio's going to be an impact player defensively for us too. There's no question about that. And, um, but, you know, we've, we've, you know, it, we, these guys are going to have to do special teams. Wheeler's doing special teams. Dressler, they're all doing special teams along with playing offense and defense. So, uh, But, Gio, I'd, I'd say the biggest thing is he's got a knack. Somehow he finds the football, got a knack to make a play. Gio, when you hear your head coach say that, that let's make sure we don't just call him a special team standout, 
let's understand he's going to contribute on defense as well. What is kind of your mindset, your game plan there to get involved not only in special teams but be involved with this with very talented secondary? Yeah, I'm definitely uh, doing my best to get on the field. We have a lot of young guys, and we're all just learning, trying to be the best players we can be for the team. And um, just grinding every single day so I can put myself in the best position to play. What did it, though, on the special team side of things, feel like to make that first hit? And did you sense that it kind of gave the team, as Coach said, kind of that spark to get everybody fired up and back into the, the game legs kind of thing? Yeah, it felt really great to be like one of the first players on the field in so long. It felt so great. Finally make a tackle on someone who wasn't my own teammate. Um, I could definitely feel the energy in the air. Everyone was so excited for the game. and I thought I was just happy I could do that for the team about that young defensive back group you know having a lot of speed and athleticism you know the other thing i i notice in practice and on games is you guys have a lot of energy just talk about you know that group together and how much you know kind of energy you guys play with yeah we're all well we're all best friends off the field so on the field we're definitely pushing each other we're all in the field room together and when everyone else is making plays when we're all each other making plays we're all just happy for each other because we see what the work that we put into it Hey, how much did that time that you played in, I was going to say last year, but it really wasn't last year, last season, 2019, as a true freshman, how much did that help you kind of get acclimated with everything so that when you got on the field Saturday, even though there was a sense of excitement to be the first game, it wasn't the first game for you? Yeah, it definitely helped out a lot. Freshman year, I could watch like Daniel Jones, Trent Williams, uh, just show me what they were doing and how they were preparing for games and stuff like that so I kind of brought that to myself all off season and especially during the first week of uh, the season to myself before this and you, you specifically said that you know you learned a lot from Daniel Jones in, in that freshman year uh, just talk about the impact that he had on you and how he kind of helped you prepare you know moving forward yeah my freshman year Daniel Jones took me under his wing and he uh he taught me a lot. He taught me um, the preparation, watching so much film, and like how to break it down. But he also showed me how to have like a level head. Every single play is just one play. You got to take it like that. So if you mess up, you got to let it go. If you do a good play, you got to let it go, and just make sure you just stay focused on the play. Hey, Gio, how did it feel after the game Saturday, and particular? I mean, by Sunday and Monday, and you know, recovery time and, and all of that, having not done this in, in quite some long, uh, quite some time, other than practices, to, to come out of a game. How, how did you and the rest of the guys kind of react to that now that you're back on the practice field getting ready for this Saturday? Uh, we were de- It was definitely a weird feeling after a game, but um, a lot of people played, so we weren't taking as many snaps, and uh, offense did a great job of holding the ball, so uh, recovery was really well, and everyone was just so excited that I don't even know if they're really focused on that or just ready for the next game. Gio, do you really feel like now you're into a regular season now that you've had one game under your belt and now you're into a real game week and kind of get into that repetition of what a typical season would be? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's a little weird because it's been so long, but we're definitely feeling that, that we've gotten to the season and it's just I don't know. I'm ready for it. <laughs> well, well, take us behind the scenes, maybe behind the web, hence the name of the program, and off of the field, and what it's been like for you guys to try to adhere to all these rules, regulations, guidelines, protocols, to make all of this worthwhile to get back on to the field. It's definitely tough. Um, there's a lot of rules, but uh, Richmond's doing a, a great job of keeping COVID down and letting us play and helping us out wherever they can. But we stay to a small group and just stay with our friends and our teammates, and it's, it's all taking off, really. Was there even more of an emphasis when you heard in the last couple of days that the JMU-William & Mary game was off this week? It's the first one that would impact the CAA from a conference perspective and kind of use it as a reminder that you still have to keep doing what you guys, as you just accurately said, have been doing. Yeah, definitely. It was a wake-up call. I'm happy it didn't happen to our team, but it was definitely a wake-up call. And show the guys maybe who are slacking off a little bit with it that it's real and that it can happen to us any day of the week or any uh, week of the season. 
Russ, I know you've talked about this till you're tired, but when you hear answers like that, I mean, it does sound like it has really sunk in to everybody, and the bottom line is these guys want so desperately to play football that, it, I mean, it seems like they're willing to do whatever it takes. No question. I mean, it's, it's not a normal college experience for these guys. Um, you know, where, where, you, where you get nervous, you know, you get a big win on a Saturday, what happens after that, let their guard down. Do we get into the season two or three games and and no hiccups and then all of a sudden, well, nothing's going to happen, so I'll let my guard down. Obviously, I, I told, you know, I they probably a lot of them had already heard of the AMU thing, but, you know, I brought it up to them that, that anything could happen at any time. And, uh, you know, we, we've got to be diligent and, you know, we want to play. Uh, I want to play these six games. I want to try to win a championship. And I know our players do too. So I, I think they understand um, the the gravity of the situation here. But, uh, you know, we just got to remind them and, them and great leadership too on our team. Gio, our next guest is, uh, you know, All-American kickoff returner Aaron Dykes. Uh, if you guys were, if our kickoff coverage was to go live against uh, Aaron, do you, do you think you guys would uh, be able to handle him, or you think he you, he would break one on you guys? Uh, Aaron's definitely a great player, but uh, I got to take kickoff on this one. We're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know, Gio, he's going to get the last answer here because he's coming on here in about 30 seconds. So stand by that answer. We wouldn't have expected anything else from you. Congrats on a great start to the season. Look forward to seeing you not only on special teams, but as Coach said, in that defensive secondary. And we'll get you back on this program before long, too. Thank you, Gio. Thank you so much. Uh, Geo Sigler, redshirt freshman, defensive back, and special teams stand out. The first of our two guests, let's go right into Matt McAllister. Great question. Way to stir the pot. Into Aaron Dykes, and I had all sorts of areas. Aaron, I was going to start with you, but i got to give you an opportunity to follow up there. There's your kick return team, and there's the ball coming to you, and here comes Geo Sigler and company your way. What are you going to do? Uh, I mean, I have great trust from the guys in front of me with Justin Jasper, Leroy, and John, and Connor, all the guys in front of me. I think I think we can make a play on, on our kickoff coverage team. <laughs> <laughs> Taking some pride in that as well. And if anybody should know, right, Matt, it would be Aaron Dykes, who returned the two kickoffs for touchdowns last year against Delaware and that became an All-American because of it, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously – yeah, but obviously, Aaron, you know, you've had a lot of success on that on that kickoff uh, coverage. They didn't they didn't give you a lot of options in in the William and Mary game uh, on the kickoff as well. I uh, just wanted to kind of talk with you and see how how you thought that rushing attack went. You know, you that you guys 169 yards. Uh, you know, I think you guys were able to spread it around. How do you guys think you did uh, running the ball? Oh, uh, I think we did exceptionally well for playing the first game in 470 days. Uh, the offensive line. I know the running backs. We were all ready to go, and we wanted to show that we can be a physical team up front. And I think I think we did that on film. And then you also add Joe's running in there. It just it makes a dangerous attack. Attack. I think. Hey, let me follow up on that. Uh, Aaron Dykes, Aaron, our second uh, special player guest uh, this afternoon on Behind the Web. And again, questions and comments, we'll take them, uh, email them, or text them to us. Uh, the two drives that were lengthy drives, Aaron, really the bookend drives, the first one of the game and the last one of the game. The first one, 12 plays, 82 yards, takes over seven minutes. And then the game-winning drive in the fourth quarter, 14 plays, 77 yards, and over five and a half minutes. What What was the feel of the offense with those two drives and the confidence level that hopefully is being built that the offense can put those kind of drives together consistently when needed? I mean, in those drives, we just had a good flow in both of them. I mean, we started both drives off with some quick passes just to get things going, and then we came back with the run. And then after we got the first couple first downs, it's like we were just on a row and everything was just flowing well together. The Joe was on target with all the receivers. The O line was getting a good push up front. Uh, me and Savon were able to find some holes and make a couple people miss. And I think I think it built great confidence to show that we can do both throw and run the ball. We just have to be consistent when doing it. Hey, we have seen you obviously return kickoffs for touchdowns and rush the ball for a touchdown. What was it like catching that touchdown pass to get the the scoring started? Not only for the game, but for the season as well. Oh, it was it was a good feeling for sure. I mean, that's a play we've been practicing all camp. I mean, we've ran wheels all camp, and we've been 
capitalize them in practice all the whole the whole um, spring semester. So it's just good to see it translate into a game, actually. Aaron, in the press box, I'm right next to the coach's booth, and as you guys were running that play, Durden was already calling touchdown before the pass was even thrown. Did you see that uh, that that play open up as as well as it did? Mm, yes, sir. When we brought when we brought uh, IB, I think it was in motion. I could see that they were in man to man, and we knew that it was kind of a pick play, and I knew that the backer was going to get lost in all the traffic. And Joe, even before the snap, Joe looked at me and said, "It's going to be quick." And as soon as I took a couple steps, I knew to get my head around because Joe, Joe warned me before, and just like you said, it was there. Coach, how much does this speak to the versatility of your running backs? I know before Mylon Howard got hurt, you know you were hoping to use him as a pass catcher as well as a, a running back. Uh, now we see Aaron Dykes catching a touchdown pass. Can it speak? How does it speak to the versatility of those guys in the backfield? Well, it's not only not only on that play, but um, you know these guys are are going to be check down uh, uh, guys. You know where we're going to get balls thrown to them and. And where they check down and nothing's open down the field, and uh, get it to them in space and let them do something with the ball. We've done that quite a bit in camp, where we've gotten the ball to them. You know, whether over the ball, into the flat, those types of things. So, feel really good about them. you know those guys. They can catch. They they all have great hands, and uh, feel good about when the ball's in their hands and some custody. Aaron, on your second touchdown. Uh, obviously, I think the offensive line, you know, uh, opened up some holes for you. Just talk about that offensive line and, and how well that they played on Saturday. I mean, they played extremely well. I mean, on that play, I didn't even get touched. I probably could have ran another 30 yards and no one got close to me. I mean, it's a great group we have this year, a veteran group with Clayton and Tim leading the, leading the way. I mean, it was a tough loss losing Ryan on Saturday. But, I mean, Taz Sumter is someone who will step up, and we just – we're super experienced, and guys, they're hungry and want to be physical and want to show people we can run the ball. What was your feel out there Saturday as the game unfolded, whether it's spring or fall, it's a football season, and you finally got a chance to play again? Uh, it, felt, it felt great. I mean, I was a little anxious before the game. I mean, I'm sure a few guys on the team were, I and mean, we haven't played in so long. But after the first couple of plays and we got the nerves out, I feel like we were all pretty comfortable out there. It, it, when you don't think about it, it feels – pretty normal to as, as normal as it can get at least so it's, it's nothing too strange uh, how about after the game we talked with uh, Clayton McConnell you just mentioned obviously your veteran center and he was like hey I'll be honest a few extra ice baths and ice packs after the game I'm good to go now but it was a different feel coming out of a game oh it for sure was I mean I kind of forgot what that Sunday feeling was like and I woke up it was a little sore in places I haven't been sore in a while and I was like dang I said, it's what it's like to play college football again. But, I mean, it's a refreshing feeling after a win for sure. So but we're all back, ready to go for this Saturday. Hey, Aaron, do you feel like you're you're now into season form now that you got, you know, one game under your belt and you're into, like, a, another ritual game week uh, leading up to this Elon game? Do you feel do you feel like it's, it's a regular fall season just playing now in the spring? Yes, sir. I feel like it, this week's been a lot, norm, a lot more normal. I mean, we've done really good with our uh, COVID protocols, so we've not had too many hiccups and breaks within our practices or just days it, it itself. So it just doesn't feel too crazy. It feels really controlled. I mean, we are we're doing everything we can take care of our bodies and ourselves through practice. So it's, it's been great. Catching up with Aaron Dyke, Spider running back who had a touchdown rushing and a touchdown receiving in Saturday's win over William & Mary. Can you talk to what is the chemistry like in the running back room and maybe even include Joe in that because obviously he's one of the leading rushers. And then what's the competition like in the running back room? And competition is normally a good thing to make everybody better. So can you speak to chemistry and competition? Uh, the chemistry in our room is great. I, I honestly feel like we have one of the tighter rooms on the team. Okay, I mean, we, when you look at our room, you see a bunch of redshirt sophomores and sophomores. So we're all the same age. So it's like we all mesh well together. And then that leads into it's like no one's afraid to speak up to each other. So if someone's not doing what they're supposed to do on or off the field, we're quick to get, get each other back on track. And then when it comes to competition, it's, it's great. We're all competitive people. So, like, it will be doing drills in practice, and everyone wants to have the fastest feet or catch the most passes or do this or that in the third. So it, it, it like pushes each other to be our best. 
you know, Aaron, you, you said it's a it's a young room there. You know, you're only a redshirt sophomore, but you're kind of a leader in that in that room. Uh, just talk about you know being a leader and, and trying to you know lead that group, and, uh, whether it's by example or you know vocally. Uh, I mean, like I said, it's, it's leading that group. It's it's pretty it's pretty easy. I mean, we all pretty accountable for ourselves and then accountable for each other. For us all being around the same age and having the same experience, like just being around college and football as long as we've been. Uh, I mean, just making sure everybody stays upbeat is kind of where I'm coming. I don't like, I never have to coach anyone on what to do or like do what they're supposed to do. I mean, sometimes I may say like, Hey, let's pick it up right here. Let's be the example. Let's do this and that. But it's never, never anything that's like, I have to lead like majorly because we all lead with each other. Obviously this weekend we're going down to Elon and, you know, if you think back to your, you know, true freshman year, that was probably the first, you know, game that you really uh, burst onto the scene. I think you had two touchdowns in that game. Uh, do you have some good good memories of, of going down there? And are you excited for this Saturday? Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm I'm excited to go down there. Um, I mean, I, I I enjoyed playing Elon my freshman year. I mean, it wasn't the first time I was able to find his zone, but that was in the past, and I'm I'm more focused on with this team what we can do to achieve more touchdowns whether it's me joe or savon or anybody else who touches the ball they are going to win this week keep it going good way to finish it up there aaron dykes uh thank you for spending the time with us this afternoon congrats mm-hmm. on the victory last week and as as you just said let's keep it going saturday yes sir thank you aaron dykes spiders running back our second player guest on our behind the web season premiere for this thursday afternoon we will be with you each and every thursday during this spring season from noon to one o'clock and then we'll archive the show if you happen to miss it it'll be up on espnrichmond.com and richmondspiders.com as well let's take a break we'll come back with head coach russ huseman and we will start to look ahead to this week's game against elon coming up saturday at one o'clock you'll hear it here beginning at twelve thirty on the home of the Spiders, 99.5 FM, 9.50 AM, ESPN. Looking for a place in town to watch your favorite team? Look no further than Buffalo Wild Wings. Located at 7801 West Broad Street, Buffalo Wild Wings is the official game-watching location of Richmond Spiders Athletics. Come into Buffalo Wild Wings where you will enjoy their award-winning sauces and wings while cheering on your favorite team. Buffalo Wild Wings is a proud sponsor of Richmond Spiders Athletics and wishes them the best for success this season when they get back into action. Buffalo Wild Wings, you have to be here. Hey, Spider fans, Marriott is extending a special Spider Athletic rate to all fans and parents who want to come back to see their favorite teams. Not only do you get great savings, but Marriott donates a percentage of each room rate back to University of Richmond Athletics. To get the special Spider Athletic rate, call 1-800-321-2211 or log on to richmondspiders.com and click on the travel button. Stay at a Marriott with a great low rate. See the Spiders and help support University of Richmond Athletics. Do you suspect that a woman could be pregnant with your child right now? If you aren't married to the child's mother, your rights as a father could be at risk. By registering with the Virginia Birth Father Registry before or within 10 days of your child's birth, you can help prevent your future child from being adopted without your knowledge. Or you can explore options to co-parent or assume sole custody. For more information, visit VABirthFatherRegistry.com. That's VABirthFatherRegistry.com. At the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, our students are driven by change. They arrive with a variety of professional and educational experiences, the determination to do more, and an unbelievable ambition to succeed. Through undergraduate and graduate degree programs, professional certificates, boot camps, and professional training and development programs, our students gain the tools and knowledge to better themselves and the organizations they serve. Learn more about how we help adult students drive change at spcs.richmond.edu. Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is getting up to use the bathroom at the stadium. Excuse me? Excuse me? Oh, sorry. Excuse me? You mind if I just squeeze by here? This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Hey, I'm Jordan, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A new Grilled Spicy Deluxe is that cilantro lime sauce that goes on it. That's just an extra kick, a flavor explosion. 
Hi, I'm Catherine, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Grilled Spicy Deluxe is the spiciness of the chicken and the coolness of the cilantro lime sauce. It's the best of both worlds. Chick-fil-A's Grilled Spicy Deluxe Sandwich, available for a limited time only. Real guests paid for their testimonials. Whether you're now at home or still in the car, it's your morning going with the sports huddle. Bob Black joins you 8 to 10 on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Let's get back to the show, Behind the Web, presented by Davenport and Company. Once again, here's Bob Black on the Spider Sports Network from Learfield IMG College and ESPN Richmond. Good offensive drive here. This is play number 14. Coming up for Mancuso. Smith to his right in the backfield. Take the snap, roll right, looking for a receiver. Sets back and throws to the left. All alone is Fitzgerald into the end zone. He catches that lob of a touchdown pass. There was nobody near him except the official as he walks in for the score. So for John Fitzgerald, his first touchdown catch as a spider for the Cornell transfer. Robert Fish on the radio call here on ESPN Richmond from Saturday while Chris Anderson and I were over on the TV side. Talk about John Fitzgerald here in just a moment as we welcome you back to Behind the Web, presented by Davenport and Company, LLC, building wealth and earning trust for more than 155 years. Russ, before we go there, and I definitely want to get your thoughts on John Fitzgerald and his first game as a spider. What a finish up on Aaron Dykes, and I was intrigued by something that Matt accurately said when he first introduced Aaron on the show here today, and that was, for the most part, William and Mary seemed to do everything it could to keep the ball away from Aaron Dykes, and I imagine other teams are going to do the same thing. I know we've got more than just one threat back there, but do you do some things to try and get the ball into Aaron Dykes' hands on kickoffs when they do elect to kick the ball in the field of play? Uh, well, let, let me go back here. Let me let me give – this is behind the web. I'm going to give a quick recruiting story on Aaron Dykes uh, for everybody here. So uh, Aaron Dykes, uh, senior in high school, we were going to sign two running backs – we had offered three, and uh, Mylon Howard had already taken one of them. So we had two other guys. Aaron was kind of, you know, weighing his options. And so Sparky Woods, uh, me and Sparky are down seeing the other guy. There's another back in Alabama. And as we're driving, um, you know, Sparky said, hey, I think Dykes is going to commit to us, but we're going in to see this other running back. So now we got to kind of say, we want Dykes. We're going to have to slope. We're going to, we're in the high school with the coach and this kid and, and we're going to, we're going to kind of slow play him so he doesn't take it. And, uh, so we're in there. We're doing our spiel. We slow play it. We walk out, breathe a sigh of relief. And sure enough, Sparky, uh, gets the call from Aaron said he's committing to us. And, uh, so happy we got Aaron on that one. Uh, but yeah, it, it gets nerve wracking sometimes in the recruiting part of it. Uh, but going back to the return game, you know, if they're going to, if they're going to just try to kick it away from Aaron, whether it's a sky kick, um, you know, we got to do a better job of catching those things. But, you know, we'll take the ball on a 30-35 with a sky kick every time. We got John Fitzgerald over there, you know, to catch those short ones. If it is kicked deep to the right from the left hash, it's normally down to the, you know, between the 5 and the 10 max. And, and we got Savon Smith over there. Um, and we think he can bring it bring it back for us, too. So, um, obviously, I you know, I, I'm not sure what William Mary was trying to do if they were just trying trying to keep it away from him specifically or the wind played a, a big factor in what they wanted to do there. But, uh, you know, we, uh, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, if they kick it to him, great. If they kick it differently, then we got to adjust. We got to make sure that we're getting, you know, great field position at that point. Hey, I want to get your thoughts on John Fitzgerald in a moment here, Russ, but do you miss that part of recruiting right now? I mean, I know you miss Sparky. We all miss Sparky, but do you miss being on the road right now because the NCA not allowing you to do that? It has totally changed the way you recruit student athletes, and you don't have those kind of stories right now. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, you know, we uh, I love going out there with the guy with the coaches and seeing these guys and meeting the families and getting home visits and 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 around the coaches in the school. I mean that that's. That, that's what makes college coaching fun, you know, th those experiences. And uh, I miss it a lot. Um, 
but maybe after fall when we get back in the next December, it'll get back to normal and we can go out and do that fruiting stuff. But yeah, I do miss it a lot. So how did we get John Fitzgerald as a graduate transfer from Cornell? And what did you think of his spider debut Saturday with five catches for 44 yards and the game winning touchdown? Well, John was a great fit, you know, obviously coming from Cornell, academics were important to him and, you know, he felt good about the postgraduate degree at a place like the University of Richmond. Um, we watched him. He was a third-team all-league guy in the Ivy League, which is really good football. Um, we liked what he did. Um, him and his family, when they came in town, uh, we really uh, thought the world of them. Um, you can you see he had a, a great head on his shoulders. He was He was doing this for all the right reasons. He wasn't caught up into the recruiting part of it. He kind of identified Richmond as a as a pretty good football program and a, and a, and a pretty good education. Uh, so, you know, it, it, the pieces kind of fit pretty good. They don't always fit that well, but, you know, with John, it, it fit pretty good. And, and his, his performance was exactly what we expected from him. Uh, you know, watching him uh, throughout this spring uh, and even the fall, but watching him, uh, you know, we, he's a talented player, a great pass catcher. Um, but I think the thing that a lot of people don't see is, you know, what he does in the running game for us too. Uh, he, he's a complete tight end and, um, you know, we, f- we feel great moving forward, uh, with him. No question about that. Coach, it's been, you know, it's been a couple of years since you've had a, re- a really a threat at the tight end and, and they always say the tight end is the quarterback's best friend. Uh, have you seen kind of that connection with with Joe and John Fitzgerald and kind of that dimension that he can add to the offense? Yeah, I mean, if you, I know you guys know when I first got here, we had three tight ends. You know, one was a big bruising blocking guy, another one was a skilled uh, pass catcher, and another one was a combination of both. And you know, you you, you try to figure out ways to get those guys on the field. In the past couple of years. Um, and then, then we lost them. Past couple of years, we've been kind of piecemealing it together a little bit, you know, converting other position players to that position. And that's not really what you want to do. We think right now we've got, you know, five guys at tight end that are true tight end types of bodies and, uh, and, and, and the skill set there. So, um, you know, He'll continue to get a bunch of catches. I anticipate him getting, you know, five, six, seven every game uh, throughout the season. Hey, you also mentioned to me, and, and let me go behind the web again. Great, great job on your part to throw that out there. By the way, a name we haven't mentioned yet much because he's a true freshman at tight end is Connor Devaney. And if I remember correctly, when we chatted Friday, Russ, you called him a quote-unquote steal for the Spiders, didn't you? Yeah. And, and Bob, I, I know I always have to kind of carry the show for you here, so I'm working my hardest. To, 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 what, why am I even here? I could be on my lunch break right now. What the heck? I could be enjoying the show just sitting there listening to you. Uh, yeah, Connor. Connor's a really, really good player uh, for a freshman and how quickly he's developed. Uh, he's got size. He can run. Tremendous hands. You know, he... he we're going to get him the ball too. Uh, there's no question about it. He made some tremendous catches here in the spring, uh, in in the fall. Uh, he's got his feet wet, and uh, we feel we feel tremendous about him and what he can do for us. And 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 yeah, I mean, I, I say a steal. Um, you know, his brother signed with Georgia Tech and was almost an identical player to him coming out of high school. Now his brother is an offensive lineman and, and moved to that. You know, you know his body developed there, but you know with Connor, he's got all the skill sets we need as a tight end, and and that's exactly where we want him, and and we think it's, he's got a tremendous future here. Coach, I wanted to ask about one area of the game that uh, you were a little unsure of, just because you guys don't do uh, live punt, you know, coverage in, in practice. Uh, but I, I thought the the punt coverage uh, team. Uh, was exceptional. Obviously, William Mary was at a negative five yards total uh, on returns, and I think you guys were over 40 yards net punting. Just talk about uh, that unit and, and the job that they did. 
Yeah, I, well, it starts with uh, with Andrew Lopez, our freshman punter. Um, he's a walk-on from Arizona and um, great kid, um, coachable. And, um, man, I, I was nervous, you know, because you, you put a freshman in those situations. But he responded really well. He, he you know, he averaged 39.2, uh, which is great. And uh, obviously our net was over 40, which is tremendous. You know, that'll probably put you top 10 or 15 in the country if we could stay at that point. Uh, the coverage, was, our guys did a great job of getting down there and covering. Uh, you know, they, they had um, uh, some pretty explosive guys back there returning them. And I know they switched them around a little bit because they were frustrated with, with catching the football and making decisions back there. But both those guys... I, um, you know, I think I think 21 was a returning all-conference guy, and then and then 16 uh, is a dynamic player that that scares you every time the ball's in his hands. So our guys did a really good job, and and obviously it started with Andrew, um, you know, get, getting the getting the ball off and, and getting hang time and, and distance with it. So really, I was really pleased with that aspect of it. Hey, let's take our final timeout. We'll come back with a quick preview and scouting report. Yes, we'll go behind the web to get an opening scouting report for us on what the guys have been working on all week and prep for the game Saturday against Elon. Final segment, Behind the Web, next on the Home of the Spiders, ESPN Richmond. This is Joe Owen of the Owen & Owens Law Firm. We are once again excited and proud to support Coach Russ Huseman's Spider football team. Our team at Owen & Owens is ready to assist you with your legal needs from family law and estate planning to criminal and civil cases, as well as all real estate transactions. We welcome the opportunity to serve you in all your legal needs. So call us at 804-594-1911. Or check us out on the web at owenandowens.com. Since Davenport & Company opened its first office in 1863, the stock market, despite its ups and downs, has kept moving forward. And so has Davenport, an independent employee-owned firm. Davenport shares a long history with its clients, built on individual relationships. If you're looking for an investment firm with integrity and the freedom to focus on you, call Davenport at 804-780-2000 or visit our website at investdavenport.com. Davenport & Company, LLC. Member NYSEA. FINRA SIPC. All investing carries risk. Guys, do you suspect that a woman could be pregnant with your child right now? If you aren't married to the child's mother, your rights as a father could be at risk. By registering with the Virginia Birth Father Registry before or within 10 days of your child's birth, you can help prevent your future child from being adopted without your knowledge or you can explore options to co-parent or assume sole custody. For more information, visit VABirthFatherRegistry.com. Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is getting up to use the bathroom at the stadium. Excuse me? Excuse me? Oh, sorry. Excuse me? You mind if I just squeeze by here? This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. Divorce can be complicated, especially if children are involved. If you're a father and want to protect your role in your children's lives, remember Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men with matters like these for 30 years, and we'd love to help you. Contact the domestic litigation firm of Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Richmond area attorneys, a partner men can count on. Online at CordellCordell.com. That's CordellCordell.com. Office in the West End. Today, pros have to do whatever it takes. The Home Depot is here to make that easier. We've got the products you know and trust on our app. Delivery options to get what you need exactly where you need it and a delivery tracker that keeps you up to date on the status of your order so you can keep doing what you do best, whatever it takes to get the job done. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. What's up, guys? This is Jay Williams from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. You're listening to Richmond's number one source for sports talk radio and play-by-play, 995 and 1027 ESPN. Keeping you up to date with Richmond Athletics. This is Behind the Web, presented by Davenport and Company on 99.5 and 1027 FM and 950 AM ESPN. 
from Learfield IMG College, this is the Spider Sports Network. And Cuso takes the snap, runs the read, gives to Dykes, up the middle of the field, inside the five, into the end zone, holds the ball out with the right hand and scores, and Richmond's out in front, 13-0 on the second touchdown of the day from Aaron Dykes, this one on the ground. Earlier in the show, Aaron Dykes also had two touchdowns back in 2018 against the Elon Phoenix, the Spiders' opponent, this Saturday, 1 o'clock, down there at Elon, our airtime at 12.30. Russ, what do you make of this Elon team? Opens with a close win over Davidson, loss on the road at Gardner-Webb, and then obviously rose to the level of the competition last week, played a great game against number 1 JMU, had the lead in the fourth quarter before the Dukes came back to win by three. It'll tell you the type of team that they have. I mean, they were, it was 17 to 6 late and, you know, kind of threw a, a pick that got returned down to the six yard line. And then, Jam, you blocked the punt. You know, if those two things don't occur, Elon beats the number one team in the country. Um, so obviously they've got good players. Uh, but year in and year out, the thing that, that's impressed me about Elon is just their skill athletes, whether it's wideouts, running backs, um, has, has always, they've always had really, really quality players, dynamic players. You know, even both sides of the ball, their secondary's always been tremendously athletic and, and really good. So, you know, they're, 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 they're really good all three phases right now. Uh, they've got two good legs, a kicker and a punter that can, can, can kick the ball really well. Um, you know, they may be a little banged up. I'm not sure. Uh, they're young in some spots, but, um, the, you know, it, it's going to be another game that, you know, we haven't played them really well here. You know, obviously our first year here, they, they, they beat us. Um, and then, um, you know, and then last year wasn't really good. Obviously, we made a, a gazillion mistakes, and um, and they they had a they had an excellent football team and, and took advantage of it. So, you know, we we got to play pretty clean football here uh, this Saturday. Coach, they're obviously using a true freshman quarterback. Um, you know, is that mean? Do you, are you looking for Jalen Thomas? You know, to have have a big role uh, in their offense, and is that something that you guys are focusing on? Yeah, I mean, we obviously he's a, he's an excellent back. He hurt us um, past couple times we played him, um, and he's he's good, no question about that. Um, you know, we we got to make sure that that um, you know we fit our gaps properly, get off of blocks. Um, you know, I, I, I kind of anticipate them getting the ball, you know, to their playmakers quickly. Um, you know, whether wideouts or somehow to to the running back there. Um, they got a really excellent athletic tight end, uh, Donovan Williams, uh, who they can get the ball to also. Um, so, you know, when you got a young quarterback, you, you try to limit what you do and you try to get it in your playmaker's hands as quickly as possible. Russ, congrats on the season opening victory over William & Mary last week. Thanks for the time today, and we will see you at Elon on Saturday afternoon and go for win number two. Thanks, Bob, Matt. Good talking to you guys. All right. That will wrap it up for our first Behind the Web of 2021 for the spring. Uh, Matt, thanks. Let's get down there to Elon and see if we can make it back-to-back wins. Thanks, Bob. And, you know, it's another another CAA game, so um, I'm sure it's going to be, uh, you know, a back-and-forth affair. You know, I think all the CAA games this year, minus one, have been uh, re- really close and really uh, hard battle. I can hear my partner right now, Chris Anderson. Another day in the CAA, and that's ahead of us on Saturday afternoon, 12.30 airtime, 1 o'clock game time. A lot of basketball actions coming your way next year on ESPN Richmond, beginning with the second half of Syracuse and UVA is coming up here at the top of the hour. Matt Josephs, thank you. For Matt McAllister and Coach Usman, Geo Sigler, Aaron Dykes, our special player guest, Bob Black, saying so long for Behind the Web. Talk to you Saturday at 12.30 with Spider Football from Elon. So long, everyone. You've been listening to Behind the Web, presented by Davenport and Company, featuring head football coach Russ Huseman and friends. Today's show has been brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings, Lux Chevrolet, Marriott, Owen & Owens, Morrissey's Catering, 
Virginia Birth Father Registry, and by the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies. Thanks for listening and stay in touch with Richmond Athletics on the flagship stations of the Spider Sports Network, ESPN Richmond. Executive producer, Mitchell Bradley. This has been a presentation of Learfield IMG College in association with Richmond Sports Properties. The following is a special presentation of 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. WXGI Richmond, WTPS Petersburg. That's why Cintas has introduced our Total Clean program. A one-of-a-kind service that includes scheduled deliveries of essential cleaning supplies, hygienically cleaned uniforms, and on-site sanitizer and disinfectant services to help eliminate germs. Learn what the Cintas Total Clean program can do for you. Oh, I'm ready! Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years. I was blessed.